The following podcast contains uncensored coarse language. Listeners are advised that some of the following content may not be appropriate for those under 15 years of age. Hello everybody and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club, the podcast for films that you probably should have seen by now. I am your host, Dr. Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. It's 2024! We're back! We're reviewing films! Yes! Uh, At least until uh, a certain baby appears. But yes, Mm -hmm. uh, we are back. Now, 2023. Bit of a year. We obviously didn't review that many and I blame the fact that we started off 2023 by reviewing Cannibal Holocaust. I think that was what what cursed us for that year. So hopefully... Uh, the film we're starting off this year is less cursed and problematic. Oh. Wait, this is the first one for the year? This is the first one for the year. Oh, okay. what have we done? I yes. don't know. <laughs> I just got asked. Uh, Tegan. Yeah. Welcome to the program. Hi. Uh, Tegan Mulvaney, everybody. This is your long-awaited 50th episode. Oh. I waited nine months? <laughs> yeah. No, how, was it nine months? It was, well, uh, well, speaking of babies. Yeah. Hey. Seven to... There seven, it is. Yeah. Seven, <laughs> ah. I think it's womp. There it is. <laughs> About about seven to eight months, but we'll, we'll yeah. call we'll we'll round it up to That's nine. early. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. round it up. Premi babe. Uh, and as uh, guests on the program, every time they uh, have done twenty five episodes, they get to pick a film. Uh, yes, and I picked Happiness. You picked Happiness last time, which was traumatizing, wi- wild. Uh, and this time, you have chosen what? The Brood. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, early Cronenberg. Yes, very early Cronenberg. Mm. What? Yeah. Uh, so, in you a know Cronenberg? No. David Cronenberg? Uh, no. Makes... I thought this was Brood Where's My Car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid not. Uh, joining us, as I guess, who has not seen the film, it, you can hear the wonderful tones of Michael deGrasse. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, how are you, Michael? I'm good. It's actually Professor Michael deGrasse. Oh, actually. is it? I know you're Dr. Stephen Platt, yep. but it's Professor according to J. Carr. Oh, you know okay. when they send you out letters? Yeah, I chose Professor, and they, I get letters from J Car. Says well, Professor Michael deGrasse. If it's good enough for J Car, it's good enough for me. Or is it so, Electronics? Well, welcome, Professor. Oh, thank you. Lovely to Thank see you. you. Me too. Um, the film that has been selected is The Brood. Yes. Tegan. Yes. In a vague, non-spoilery sort of way. Yes. What is The Brood about? <laughs> oh, how do you? Okay. It's a okay. It's about. It is about babies. So oh, not cars. Not cars. No. Uh-huh. That'd be the broom. <laughs> the broom, 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 broom. Which car? The brum. The brum. Oh. <laughs> um, yes, it's okay. It's about trauma, and it's about it's all the fun buzzwords that you want. It's mm. about being triggered. It's about um, it's a horror. Okay. Mm. Yeah. When when it's was got this Oliver made? Reed in it. I'll have one too. Well and tr- yeah, well and truly in the depths of alcoholism. What, what, I, I honestly, it I was, didn't even look at what this was called. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about this. So what, what am I doing here? What what I can tell you yeah. is because I haven't seen this film either. Yeah, um, but you've researched. I've it. done a little bit of research. I've done nothing. Uh, so it was you, released... yeah, you do the non-spoiler. Yeah, vague okay. The Brood was a film that was released in 1979, directed by David Cronenberg, who oh, would go on old. to... Naked Lunch, yep. Videodrome. I know The Naked Gun, uh, different Beyond from Thunderdome. Naked <laughs> no, so, different. you know, like, he didn't do The Thing, but you know in The Thing, right? Which thing are we talking about? Oh, movie, The Thing. The, the Thing. thing. Oh, you know yes. all of that, like, scary body horror stuff that's I've in that. I've not seen it. <laughs> have you not seen the thing? No, I've that got it on Laserdisc, but I haven't seen it. Okay, that surprises me. Uh, well, Disappoints me. Well, I mean, Kurt Russell's great. I know yeah, he's in it. Yeah, you know what? I probably have. I probably have seen it. Well, Cronenberg films are famous for a lot of special effects revolving around body horror. Yeah. Did so, he do The Abyss? No. No. Oh, okay. Rob Woods. Rob Woods didn't write do The Abyss. Write in and tell us. Who <laughs> yeah. Did the Abyss. I can't remember. I can't remember who did The Abyss, but it was, was the it? thing. I thought it was John Carpenter. <laughs> What am I, what am I the, thinking? Yeah, of? he did do the thing. Yes. Oh, okay. But I, I just mean it's the same. No, John Carpenter. That is, you're correct. Right. But it's that same. Um, uh, the horror. The abyss was is, James Cameron, by the way. Oh, James Cameron. Yeah. Yes. Is, Thanks, um, Rob Woods. About a seven. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's like uh, the the horror and the grossness is because of the way the body is mm-hmm. shown. Right. That's that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
The body being the Stephen King novel that was turned into the movie Stand By Me. Yes, that's yes. right. Richard Dreyfuss I'm with you. narrates this entire film and Will Wheaton is there. Mm. Corey Feldman's Corey there Feldman. with his ear cut off. Yeah, mm. uh, Jerry O'Connell is a little tubby, yeah. tubby boy. Yeah. yeah, they're all there. And who's the other one? Uh, wait. Oh, is it River Phoenix? It is River it's Phoenix, River yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Four points. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, it's not the quiz. No, trauma. Flashbacks. Flashbacks. Yeah, Wayne's tra- World is better than The Winter Soldier, Jason. You can't take that back. You, that's that's I, a, it's I out can and I will. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I agree with you, but what? What's no, happening? Why? You haven't... So you haven't listened to the grand final? No, I wasn't in it, was I? No, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Did um, you listen was... to mine? Mm. No. 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 Mm. <laughs> I feel as though we've slightly derailed, uh, but it is the first one of the year. We're getting back this into it. This is the it. first time Michael and I have seen each other in a long time. A long time mm. Except for at the Belmont well. Forum the other day. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to let you two run around the garden before we start watching this film, just so you can uh, set limb. But shall <laughs> While they do that, um, for those of you listening at home, pop in those DVDs and load up those streaming services. I've got two of my own. And prepare to, to meet the Believe children. Fuck the firebands. And prepare to meet the children, the children of her rage, as we watch The Brood. Ooh. Welcome back, everybody. We have just finished watching The Brood. And by we, I, of course, mean my very special and active guests, Tegan Mulvaney. Hi. Did you say active guests? I did. Oh, I, I, did. I don't know why that threw me. I was like, active? It's because you were running around the garden. For the listeners, oh, yeah. you were running around <laughs> oh, yeah, the garden about right. 30 seconds ago. I forgot that that <laughs> And Michael deGrasse. Sorry, yeah. Professor, Professor Michael deGrasse. I want to be something. Well, just tick the box when they, when they ask you. I want to be... Baroness. Don't, Baroness. Don't yes. Do Mulvaney. Baroness Mulvaney. Why? You just can't do that. Snoopy versus the Baroness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael, that was your first time watching The Brood. Yes, it was. What did you think? Do you remember well, the name of it now? I do now, yes. And <laughs> they, they said it in the movie. There was never one moment where they lost nor found a car. <laughs> or, or did they shibby? Mm. And then. And then. And then, then. <laughs> I do think the bit where Oliver Reed was like, "What does mine say?" and kept turning around is <laughs> a bit weird. Mine say? Sweet, yeah. Yes, but what does mine, mine say? Brood. <laughs> what does mine say? Murder. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, like, yeah, yep. Uh, look, nothing. I don't. I don't I mean, what happened? Things happened. It was interesting. Mm. Definitely, heaps happened. Yeah, I know. Couldn't tell you. Uh, <laughs> couldn't tell you what. Mm. Um, as soon as I knew you were on this podcast with me, I was like, ah, I should have chosen a different film. <laughs> well, I'm curious. It wasn't funny at all. Yeah. No. I, I, well, it is, but it shouldn't be. Yeah, it's, fun, it it's funny in ways that I don't think they intended it to be funny. No. I, I'm curious, Tegan, why, why this film? Because when, when, you've, you've had some time to think about yeah. it. What was it about The Brood that you wanted to, to re-explore? I just think it's, it's, a, it's an intriguing film to show other people. Mm. It's... Maybe not two very witty people who like to make little quips every now and then, but I was joining in, so that was fine. Um, I, don't, I think it plays a lot. I do a lot of work in these sort of areas. Like mm. I do a lot of role play and mm. trauma mm. and post-traumatic stress and those sort of things. I, this idea of manifesting that as a physical thing mm. is fascinating. Yeah, the, the idea of, of it is really interesting. Um, yes. You know, and... I, I, I think I'm coming out of it going, boy, what a great idea. It's a shame that the film didn't quite Hit that. communicate that. I yeah. reckon we've got so many stupid remakes being made at the yes. moment. Mm. This film deserves a remake. It would be mm. so interesting to mm. see this made now because it's still a universe. There's still universal themes. They're um, even more so now, I guess. Like, It'd be so, and then they've got the intergenerational trauma stuff that they talk about as mm. well at the end with the kid who's showing yep. symptoms herself. Like, that would be cool to to do that. Yeah, as long as Disney doesn't do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Disney brood. Mm. <laughs> Disney. There once was a girl. <laughs> mm. 
with a uterus on her outsides. (laughs) Disney's outside in. Yeah, it, look, it's it, the, the basic plot of the story, um, for, for those who are just listening to this for the breakdown and don't want to watch the masterpiece that is The Brood, um, it's it's a typical 70s American family drama in that there's divorce in the air. Uh, and that, yes, we have Frank. Yeah. Um, who, Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah, but but Alien versus Predator. Yes, <laughs> it's, yes. It's, Kramer versus Kramer versus Alien, alien versus, versus Predator. Predator. That's... <laughs> Probably, yeah, that's probably what this film is. So Frank and Nola um, are separated because Nola is going through this treatment um, for uh, her, her mental health. And she's uh, being treated by Dr. Hal Raglan, this karate dojo outfit wearing, tiny robe wearing, just Oliver Reed all over the place. Well, the best thing is you know when he's going to talk because he goes, and he, then talks. Yes, he does the little breath. No, it's not a little one. It's yeah. a big one. Yeah. And sometimes he doesn't say much. It's like, yep. But you know. You know, you know he's coming. It's like when you watch animation mm. and there's like, you know, like there's a door. There's like five or six doors in the animation, but one's a different color. Mm. And you know that's They're what's going to happen. That one. Yeah. yeah. You know. Like in a video game. Yeah. It's flickering a bit. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's highlighted. <laughs> Oliver Reed is just highlighted every time he's about to breathe. Just slightly bobbing mm. as well. Um, but yeah, he's 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 playing Dr. Hal Raglan, who is doing this um, treatment that psychoplasmics. That's what it is, yeah. Psychoplasmics, which is where your your mental health conditions show up as physical symptoms. Really interesting idea. Hmm. And I thought we were going to see more of that. I thought we yeah. were going to see more people going like, "I'm feeling really angry," and then their fist turning into a big gooey bloody mess like the thing. And instead, it was much more restrained, which arguably made for a more interesting psychological drama Mm. if not a more interesting film because it was very i mean it was made in 1979 it's unfair to say that it was very 70s but it was extremely 70s this film and i think it's both great and a drawback i agree yeah aesthetically it looked it looks good but uh, but also the budget was 1.4 million canadian dollars it's and it looks it yeah what's that like a hundred 150 bucks US. Yeah, some, something yeah, like that, that, yeah. It, it's a very small budget yeah. for, for a film. And it, and it, it, it still shot well. You know what? Mm. And I, like, reflecting on it, it's the concept that really hooks me mm. into yeah. this piece. It, yeah, it's exactly everything you're saying. Mm. But, like, the fact that this film is made in 1979, even in itself, is kind of cool. Like, this mm. is this stuff it's not really explore i can't think of any other films that really explore that sort of stuff everything explores trauma and you know and psych psychology things like that um Mm. but this one it just hits a bit different yeah i think like you were saying because it's not so over the top yes and so it's that maybe i don't know if it was because it was the 70s that they were shut down and an idea is going no you you can't do that Mm -hmm. you can't do that so then you think about it more and therefore, don't ex- don't uh, like explicitly go look at this. Mm. It implies, which I think it did imply a lot of things, which made you think. Yeah, <laughs> which was yeah. good. Yeah, it, it, the kids are creepy though. The little deformed yeah. kids. Yeah, um, yeah. Like there's some. Mm. I just think all little deformed kids are creepy. <laughs> uh, you know, that's why I I don't cut. go near them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying. Um, you, you're gonna have with one their, with their. Food sacks on their back and oh, the old back sack, little beaks. Mm. Yeah, it's camelback. Yeah. You don't want to damage it though, because you end up with a back sack crack, and nobody likes that. <laughs> um, I do think this film paces its horror very well, though. Yeah. Like, like we, we get the big visual at the end uh, that this film is, is probably beautiful. most well known for, which is uh, Nola's um, exterior uterus. uterus. Yeah, and it's her her trauma is being manifested in these uh, creepy. I want to call them alien children because of that autopsy mm. scene. Yeah. But they're not aliens. They're just they're just manifestations of her trauma, and they're these weird little. She's um, so unique because yeah. everyone else is they they end up with lymphoma yeah. or the or hives yeah. or these things, but she's actually birthing hmm. kids. Then almost like a chimera kind of yeah. situation. Yeah, and then she has control over them. Mm. Like they're connected. The coolest. I th- I still think the coolest death and the coolest scene is the death of Ruth the death of mm. the, the teacher mm. because 
when you put to when she wakes when Nola wakes up from the dream and she's like, I don't even care about that woman anymore. You're mm. like, oh, that, I think like that's the penny drop moment where yeah. you're like, oh, this is actually really scarily serious. Yeah. So do we ever figure out why she's killing people? So yes. So it, they're all people that. Um, so she, the, we were chatting a lot during this mm, scene mm, because the mm. decor in in um, the grandmother's house was next yes. level. Yes. Yeah. But so Nola is insistent that mm. she has been abused by her mother growing up. Right. So, um, so everyone that she's got um, anger and uh, kind of resentment towards become the targets of yeah. her. And the problem is, is that old mate Oliver mm-hmm. is making that trauma come up because he's, he's hypnotizing her and having these sessions where mm. he's pretending to be. Yes. So she kills them after every session. Mm. Right. That's it, that's the issue, and he's not aware of that, is he? No, but he figures it out. I think yeah. that's. Yeah. I don't think this is one thing that I don't think is very, is done very well. Mm. I, he needs to have because he he doesn't seem to have a conscience himself. No, he doesn't. He's to be quite drunk. Yeah, yeah maybe that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. there was no slurring. I was quite yeah. proud of him. Um, but there, I think he. Yeah, you need. We well, maybe we needed more of that switch. You needed yeah. him to be like, "Oh God, this is my fault." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when he goes to save the kid. He becomes yeah. the, you know, the hero. Of yeah. It all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, no, I do. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So, so obviously um, the, the first person to get killed is uh, Juliana while she's babysitting. Um, Candice gets, gets hammered to death in the kitchen. Yeah. And then um, Nola's father, um, Barton, uh, he, he gets killed because she, she had the trauma associated with him because he didn't save her. Yeah. And she's saying like, why didn't you help me, daddy? Why didn't you save and me, And the daddy? biggest thing, is, they don't really talk about it, but they leave it very up in the air. So these are, this is why, like, it is a bit of a sit quietly and think film, which mm. I knew wasn't going to happen. So that's, <laughs> that's why I was like, this might not work. Because um, we don't actually know if she's manifesting these stories or if they actually did happen. So, yeah. yes. so it's potent because the mum is like, I didn't do that stuff. The dad is like, the mum never did that stuff. Mm. So, but we don't know if that's true yeah, so or not. And it's also, yeah. I don't think actually that important in the end no. because Ruth gets murdered for being perceived to be having the affair yes. with Frank. Yeah, it's all, it's all manifestations of Nola's mind. You know how they could have figured it out with mm. the continuum transfunctioner? <laughs> oh, yeah? You'll have no? to explain that now. Oh, it's from Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing they're trying to find yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And then it goes back in time and they can um, yeah, they can figure things out and mm. that's how they find the car. <laughs> Isn't the end of... At the end of Dude's, Dude, Where's My Car? It's been a long time. Yeah. Don't they? Don't our, our titular heroes get given necklaces that make their girlfriend's boobs bigger? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Which feels like it fits in with the brood's body it transformation. Really does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's my just, god! And they live in the same universe. Yeah. Yes. So, some sort of psychoplasmics thing happening. There's a month for you of just '90s trash films you could do. Dude, where's my car? Mm. Freddie got I, fin- I reckon Dude, where's my car was 2000s. No, it's 90s. I'm oh. sure it's 90s. Ashton, be late 90s. I'm going to say 2000. I'm going to say 99. Okay. I think you might be right, though. I don't know. Dude, Where's My Car was released in the year 2000. Ah. Good job. Yeah. But you could, all right, maybe 2000. When was Freddie Got Fingered? <laughs> oh, 2001. When did Freddie Get Fingered? Yeah. Um, I'm guessing 2001. I like that this review has Would become... Would you like some sausages? <laughs> backwards man, the backwards man. I can walk backwards <laughs> faster. I actually watched that about a month ago. Did you? Yeah, so good. We would... Debating whether to 2001. watch it. Or... 2001. Nice. Oh, the 2000s then. Early Van Wilder. <laughs> Could watch them. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Just, no, let's not. We won't finish this one. Let, we'll do Van Wilder <laughs> instead. Um, no, because. Just Bigelow. Because <laughs> I want to just focus a little bit on. Um... Estonian musicians? Yes. <laughs> well, see, this is the thing. I really thought this film was going to go more down an angle where the police were going to suspect. Frank, Frank of doing these things because he was so tied to everyone that got killed because it was his mother-in-law then it was his yeah. father-in-law and he'd the only person who'd been talking then it was the lady that for all intents and purposes from the outside it looked like he was starting an affair with mm. like uh, I, he did have an alibi yeah. for every one of those murders though 
Yeah. And he wasn't even questioned. They were like, okay. No. Yeah, they were just like, eh, woman in the attic. Happens but I a lot. did say, I have watched so, I love true crime. I've watched yeah. so much Canadian true crime, and they are so blase yeah. most of the time until oh, yeah. all of a sudden it's a man that's killing people and cutting off their heads and eating them. Mm. And then they're like, oh, geez. Oh, geez, man. We better do something about I guess, this. I guess we're better. Yeah, we could have figured that out oh, gosh. four murders ago. Oh, yeah, geez. Man yeah. alive. I swear to God. I would have paid more attention, though, if I thought this was going to happen. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the Toronto PD don't come out of this looking particularly good. Oh, yeah? Is that right? There was no Royal Mounties. There was no Mounties. That's the problem. They didn't get the Mounties. Oh, they're, yeah. they're not I, I just love that they were... F- he just oh, no. says the line, nope. we were following up a lead on an Estonian musician, and there's just nothing <laughs> There's nothing Estonian-related anywhere. And follows that up with, it's clearly some kid that's crazy kid that's been locked up in an attic by some mother. I mean, it's not the first yeah. time that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> And he was kind of right. Yeah, that's true. that's the horrible thing. Yeah, he was uh, kind of right. That was John C. Riley, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, guy that was, was John a bit C. like Riley. John C. Yeah. Riley. Not really John C. Yeah, Riley, no. just John B. Riley. We've decided. Yeah, yeah. all these people. You know, I thought I was an Estonian musician. That's not a musician. That's more. Uh, that's not good. Don't worry about that. <laughs> that's okay. We, okay. Um, and then yeah, it turns out it's these like proto children of the corn that she's been birthing that all of sort corn, of yes. resemble Candice. Yeah, but. Not really, you know, their features are, you know, kind of messed up. We see in the autopsy scene, you know, they're, they're, there's no navel. They're, they've been born in some weird way. Everyone's very a sack on their back, yeah. like a yoke. And then Frank it, just decides to move the plot along and goes and confronts Hal directly. And Hal goes, uh, Frank, I've got a gun. Which <laughs> is just calmest got a gun. way someone's held somebody didn't he, up. Didn't he go... I've got to go. That's right. <laughs> Big breath beforehand. And, um, but then, obviously, Hal, yeah, turns on a dime because it turns out he's not bad. He's just a, a, a psychotherapist, which is the same thing or something. And he just goes... And then he, Oliver Reed gets eaten to death by children. He that does. scene was pretty great. Yeah. That, that, was, that was pretty fun to watch. And they are actual kids, right? They've put kids in masks. I think so, yeah. Because they, they weren't little people. They weren't short-statured people at yeah. all. They, no, were, they were kids. They, they were kids. Kids, yeah. Mm. They look like kids. What a cool job. <laughs> cool, but also potentially traumatising. Well, like, like, particularly for the school kids. Yeah. Oh, well, Candice, yeah. She was... When they were punching through the door and had grabbed her... They were kids' hands yeah. punching through a door. And she, <laughs> she was terrified. terrified. Those kids watching their teacher get yeah. beaten up, mm. that's real shock. <laughs> They are so scared. Mm. There's just a couple of kids in the background who are like, they look like they've turned to stone Mm. because they're so fixed on, fixated on what Mm. they're seeing. And it's just these other kids. Do you have any trivia on this? Maybe that was... I've got a little bit of trivia. I don't know if it directs, directs, I can't speak. I don't know if it is directly related to this, Mm. but I did just want to give a special shout out to the kid that actually ran and got help. Yes. But ran in the funniest way <laughs> it's I've nice. ever seen a human being run. Have you run on snow? Yeah. I've run on snow. In, in panic? Yeah. Well, oh. maybe not in panic. Yeah, but well, there you go. Yeah. But you, you can't judge. Why are you panicking? I wasn't. I oh. don't know. I don't know what it's like. I just said, you know, maybe. <laughs> I still found it very funny. He it just, just the, <laughs> the bad kids, the bad kids. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't. I did not hear that. That's not what I heard him say. But I don't know what I heard him say. I thought I heard him say the bagpipes. I thought he said the bastards. The bastards. The bastards. The bastards. 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 Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Frank goes. He confronts Nola. Um, strangles her to death when he realizes it's yeah. the only way he's going to save um, mm. Candice and yeah. Yeah, um, sort of perpetuate. Candy. And just kind of perpetuates a cycle of trauma that Nola was scared of in the first place. Yeah. Um, I love that. It's so bleak. Yeah, it I is. I tell you what, I do love a bleak film. Mm. Yeah, but he just drove off and, us, and everything's fine. Like except, the police aren't going to say... Except it's not because of the bumps on the yeah. arm. Oh, and I thought the police trust him. We've already it. established the police <laughs> believe... They let him in the autopsy. Well, yeah, he's true. there in the autopsy. Yeah. <laughs> he's not an Estonian musician. <laughs> he's an architect. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I do think we should spend a little bit of time though on Samantha Egger oh my gosh, she's as so cool. Nola and just that whole... She's another scene. reason I love this film, actually, yeah. I think. Yeah. Just that, what a performance. Yeah. And because everyone else is very subdued except mm. for the people experiencing trauma. I mm. feel like that's a deliberate choice. 
Like yep. at first, remember with Frank, we were like, oh, he's a bit of a brick. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, no, it's the weariness of the weariness. Of, he's just yeah, worn he's out. He's yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. But you, like there's her, there's Mike and there's old mate with the lymphoma. Mm. Um, they're allowed to be eccentric. Mm-hmm. And I like that. It, it, it it's complements the, the piece. But I love so her. So at the beginning when they're sitting down in the dojo yeah. and there's an audience, yeah. is that like a fringe show or something? Like it, what is that? It should be. Yeah, but what it, like why I, were they there? Having seen a fringe show where one of the lines in that show was, theatre is cheaper than therapy oh that's what i was thinking of when i saw that piece. <laughs> but why were they in a public sp- like why were people they watching were observing yeah oh, they were. it was a demonstration oh, it wasn't like yeah. a ticketed event no 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 oh, okay right i mean maybe it could have been yeah, i'm sure yeah. some people would have bought tickets yeah. to that's that. probably how they well, montreal really that's probably how they fund mm. those things you know cause even here when mm. i remember we were doing cosy once at uni and oh, yeah. they for research we went to Greylands, which mm. is our um, what was the proper word? I was going to say it's not. Mm. It's a, a psychiatric I mean, facility yes. that we have here, um, which sounds really horrifying when you think about. It. Like we went in there to watch the crazy people in inverted mm. commas to act like the crazy people in Cosy. That's how it's mentioned in Cosy. But when we were there, the the people that were taking us around. And we went into the locked wards. We went in, We mm. went everywhere. Mm. Um, they they said, look, this might feel really gross, like what looking at people um, from the outside. But he said, we get so little funding yeah. that this is how we pay for it. So and you pay a fee. And they can't see you. So shh. <laughs> they can. They're with you. Oh, yeah. They're oh, chatting right. with you. We're, they're with you. But, but he said... Um, this is how we also show people how underfunded we are. So you mm. see the facilities. You see how well the people were looked after beautifully in this facility, um, but you can see how there could be benefit, how things could be better. Mm. And that was really interesting just yeah. for him to just upright acknowledge, yeah, this yeah, isn't great, this is not great, but this is why we do it. Well, yeah. I also have something interesting to say about Greylands. Oh, yeah. I have a Sega Mega Drive that has a sticker on the bottom that was property of Greylands Hospital. Oh, really? Which sounds cool. It's interesting, but... Mm. It sometimes works and it sometimes doesn't. Oh, and there haunted. is no explanation. It is a haunted Sega Mega Drive. It's also a Mega Drive. Have you blown in it? No, that's, uh, that's actually bad. It's a myth. Yeah, yeah, it's a myth. Yeah. Myth, myth. Yes. <laughs> um, the licking of the fetus oh, was, so cool. was probably the highlight of the film. Um, just well, you're having a baby soon. You'll get to know what exactly. Well, yeah, I, I, I must admit, knowing when that Ellen breaks open the sack a few months and... out. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, that's how she told me she was pregnant. She just lifted yeah. up a white dress, and I was like, oh, oh I go. thought they were meant to be on the inside. <laughs> nope. No, apparently not. And yeah, um, no. I, I look forward to that's the patriarchy teaching it you is, how yeah. babies are born. Men get it's to... disgusting. Yeah. It's real. Men get to cut the cord. Women get to lick the baby clean. <laughs> you know, cutting the cord is actually weird. Oh yeah, it is weird. It is not the texture you expect it to be. I I've been informed. What is the texture? It's rubbery. Yeah, it's like rubbery. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a rubber hose. Yeah, covered yeah. in juice. Mm. Did you <laughs> having cut, had a baby? Did you, did you, yeah. I really I want to go into so many details about giving birth, but mm. I don't. I don't think I should. I don't think this is the podcast for that. <laughs> well, I mean, considering what we just watched, maybe it is. I think I think a detail. Is, it's pretty horrific. Like. Because they give you a mirror sometimes so you can watch it. And I had a mirror for a bit and then I made them take it away after two pushes because what they don't tell you is that the baby's head, when you push, the baby's head comes out, but then it goes back back in in for a little bit. So Mm -hmm. it's, and that is traumatizing because you're like, this is going to take forever. This is going to take hours because you see it move like five millimeters out and then three millimeters back two steps forward two steps, two steps back. back we go together because that you know it ain't fiction just in that well if uh, if opposites attract if polar abdul turns up in 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 the delivery i will be horrified um, <laughs> and cool good. cat is it cool I, cat i think it was Paul, yeah. polar abdullah i just <laughs> <laughs> um she could be there and if you're not giving birth and you, mm. you can watch it you're forced to be in the room we're not forced to be you choose to be in the room mm. and then if there's a cesarean you watch someone get sliced open mm. and yeah. remove life from I mean, and their guts they have to yeah. put oh, your, okay mm. they put your intestines because mm. they have to get the baby out yeah. so they pick your intestines up and they put them on your chest yes. get the baby and then <laughs> put, put them back. back in yes yeah. they do 
Yeah. I've seen that. Mm. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I've felt that. I have. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, do you get a little modesty curtain for the guts? I, or? I don't. No, you, you don't. But it's, um, yeah, it's an mm. experience, that's for sure. Maybe, okay, here's <laughs> the thing. Maybe this film resonates more having had a baby, mm. having had kids. Mm. But then you two have been, maybe from a female perspective, yeah. because well, you're about to, you've had babies. But maybe it's a... Haven't, haven't actually had them, but it's been, yeah, yeah the experience yeah. of that whole... Mm. Oh. There's an understanding of it. Of like, because it's... Like, your women's bodies create a hormone for you to stop so you so you don't remember the pain of childbirth. We all know oh. childbirth is horrific, mm. but our bodies produce a hormone to make us forget the pain of childbirth so lucky. we'll have another baby. So lucky. Can we have that when we stub our toes? Yeah, we don't get that. Would that. Be, that'd be nice. <laughs> um, let me yeah. see. Yeah, can we... Put a testicle on the table. I'll get this hammer. Oh, yeah. oh you don't even need a hammer. Yeah. Just a gentle... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just, um. just, a, just a passing breeze sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I sat wrong. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So we have to live with that daily. Yeah. you got nine months to prepare. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's so easy. And then you get, oh, then you get your magical men in black kind of thing that makes you forget everything. Oh, so lucky. My mistake. Yeah, it is your mistake. Um, they, you just who said, wants dinner? <laughs> oh, I'd love something. Ironing? <laughs> yes, this is a fit. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, well, I specifically so, wore this shirt, see? Mm. Isn't that nice? It's a very nice shirt. <laughs> yeah. but, and, and thank you for, for the forewarning of what to look forward to. Um, and you never know. They could be demons. They you could have be de- no idea. I know. Yeah. We're hoping it's a normal human yeah. baby. But you do know about yeah. You have to have a priest there. I've seen Rosemary's Baby, so yes, yeah, I'm, I'm yes. aware of that. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with its eyes? <laughs> <laughs> what? Rosemary's Baby. No. Nah. Oh. Go, go go back about a year. You can listen to the podcast. It's it's so okay. it's actually really good. yeah. It's a good okay, film. Okay. I I dare say it's slightly better than The Brood. I agree. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think this film is particularly good. Mm. But I don't think it's bad. I think it's high on concept. And it's very straightforward. Usually high concept films that mm. don't really succeed, you're like, the fuck is going on? Yeah. Uh, especially Cronenberg's. Because mm. if you compare this to Naked Lunch and Videodrome and those ones... Oh, it's practically makes sense. This And they don't. Mm. They, like, you know, they're, yeah, they're thinking. Were those ones after this? Yeah, yeah. They're so, 80s, 90s. Yeah, okay. Remember there's the... <laughs> The, the 70s. Simpsons. I remember the no, 70s. The I don't. joke about the naked lunch where mm. he goes, I can think of at least two things wrong with that title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. It, it, is, it, it is interesting to, to sort of see this starting point, as it were. Yeah. It um, definitely felt like like a starting point, but not in a uh, kind of way. No. It just, it, like, I don't, I, can, I mean, I'm so terrible with movies and you know what they are this is the perfect <laughs> thing but you can see that there's definitely movies that have come out afterwards that have surely they've seen that and, or or that's allowed yeah. it to expand and become yeah yeah whatever you know I, what i'm trying to say i don't even yeah. know if it's maybe for cronenberg himself as well like you almost see him trying to figure out how to push the boundaries a little bit too yeah with that with particularly with that final scene because we've got, he like, he chokes her to death. Yeah, mm. like, well, it's it's acting. Yeah, yeah. So Cronenberg's next film after this was Scanners. Oh, amazing! And, well, and, and then Scanners, I know that. Mm. Yeah, where yeah, the heads, from Wayne's head World. explodes. Yeah, yeah. He talks about it in Wayne's Scanners World. with the guy's head explodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool, huh? So it's Scanners, yeah, and then Videodrome. Yeah. Then yeah. the Dead Zone. Then the Fly. And if, so okay. Oh, okay. So okay. Scanners. Yeah. Is very similar in pace to this mm. film. But, and I mean, Scanners has old mate um, Michael Ironside because it's all about mental telepathy. So mm-hmm. all the brut- brutality is through mental telepathy. So you've just got people like glaring at each other and shaking their heads while veins pulsate in their heads. But it, it's so intense. Mm. It's really cool. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think having seen, more people will have seen that, that mm. 80s work of his. Well, so, I do remember that mm. une chance qui perte voleur et qui est petit, mm-hmm. which uh, translates to a thing that can fly and is small, which I think we called the fly. Oh, yes. <laughs> Your French movie title. Oui. Mm. What is it in Estonian? I'm just curious. <laughs> Let's have a look. Um, Let me get my guitar. Yes. 
Let's do Now that I know Estonian musicians, well, the number I can't. one suspect. I mean, I don't even... Oh, I can just press this button. Well, that's just a thing that can fly and is small. Uh, yeah. Let's go to the fly. The fly. Translate to Estonian. That's flea. Which is where Linkovich Chamovsky's from. Uh, for those Paulie Shaw fans out there have seen Encino <laughs> Man recently. He released a film today, Paulie Shaw. Short film, 10 minutes. No. He's Richard Simmons. It's incredible. Uh, oh. oh, I did... Yes. Carapace. 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 Excellent. Because people Carapace. have wanted him to play Richard Simmons. Well, I think he, he wants to play Richard Simmons. That's right. Um, but this is a short film about that, and Ellen DeGeneres is in it while well, someone playing her. It's so good. Ten I'm minutes on YouTube. Find yeah, it. watch it. Okay. Free on YouTube. The, Why haven't we done any Paulie Shaw films? On I have show? all of them. I love oh. them. They are my favourites. Is 2024 the year of Paulie Shaw? I don't well, know. Well, it rhymes. Yeah. yeah. So make the time. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Would you like some trivia about yes. The Brood? Go on. Okay. All of this trivia comes from IMDb. If it's not true, don't blame me. Before you do that, yep. what bits did you both like? I'm intrigued. Because I know you both didn't necessarily like the film. You didn't hate the film. I didn't hate it. I can tell that from the energy in the room and the fact we stopped it at one hour so I could wee. Oh, so wait, wait, sorry. But then we didn't start it again for another 40 minutes while we talked about other things. Yeah. (laughs) My impersonation of a tambourine. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, well, you go, you go. go Well, okay. I, I liked... The, like from when Frank turns up and confronts Hal mm. to the end of the film is really well right. put together, yeah. really solid. Like we actually get to the crux of the matter. We see the the special effects. Yeah. We see um, who Hal actually is. We're not confused mm. about his motivations. Mm. Um, that sequence is quite strong. And I just feel that for me, the problem with The Brood is it doesn't always communicate what it's trying to do well. And I think don't think that's because it's trying to create a sense of mystery i think it's just not terribly well written yes um but but that final that final 15 minutes is pretty good yes um i've i've seen that similar ending to other films like children of the corn does come to mind yes. you know think of the brick wall that that yes. that for me was a lot more effective but this was good like mm. I, I i did enjoy um the performances in that scene i i know that we haven't really talked about frank much and I keep calling him Old Narenreich because he just looks <laughs> like him. But he was quite good in that scene. Yeah. And I think his, his acting warmed up a bit as the film went on. So for me, yeah, the, the, the end sequence is probably the strongest yeah. point. Well, yeah. But I, like, yeah, like I didn't hate it. I wasn't bored. Mm. Mm. Um, it, but that, I did have to keep asking you because, yeah, we were, we were talking a little. A little yeah, bit. But I did fine. have to keep asking you if we were supposed to know things. And I think if we weren't talking and I wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> messing around I would have known that and it would have I, I see this as something that you watch on your own and if you don't have any distractions it would be actually great I, like lost yeah. in it because you I think you're right because you get little seeds of information yeah and then like you were saying about the writing not mm. being up to par you get some guy coming in and then uh affirming the exposition for yeah. you. So you might yeah. go, I think it's this, I think it's that. Oh, that guy just told me it's this. The okay. house, that attic at the exactly. end. I've never seen that before. But yeah, we were, we're, we were all going, to... what is this room? Have we seen this set before? And while we were talking, the guy went, Frank went, um, they lived here for nine months. Yeah. yeah. It was like, oh, oh, that's it. Mm. Completely irrelevant. Yeah. We don't need to know that. Why? It seems like the set dresser just really liked that room or Cronenberg went, I'm going to put this in because yeah, I yeah. like it. So... Yeah. There were a lot of cool rooms. The office at the beginning yeah. with the yellow chairs. That building yeah. in Canada. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like stunning. Yeah, stunning mid-century. Yeah. Architecture fans will have a good time yes. with the brood. Uh, first piece of trivia is that in 2006, the Chicago Film Critics Association named it the 88th scariest film of all time. Scary? Yeah. Now, oh. what I want to know is, why is this list 88 films at least long? Um, that seems like... Quite a lot. Is Wouldn't they not? Maybe it must be a hundred. Yeah, it must be out of a hundred. Eighty-eight on the yeah. hundred. This yeah, just like... pops up on the Wikipedia. I don't have the full list that the Chicago Film Critics Association mm. put together, but apparently this was the eighty-eighth scariest film as of two thousand and six. I didn't find it scary. No, I think it's. Un- I find it unsettling. Again, mm. thinking so, of this idea of trauma, intergenerational trauma, those sort of things, it can be unsettling this mm. idea of it manifesting as mm. a health problem because it's stuff it's all internal stuff the yeah, idea yeah. of that becoming an external scar yeah. that's fucking cool mm. yeah 
but wouldn't that be more of a thriller? Sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sci-fi is thriller rather than a... Because when you said it was a horror, mm. well, I'm watching the whole thing and I didn't... I mean, where's the horror? Yeah, what, are you, yeah. what does that mean? Mm. Yeah. I guess it's the, the kids, you know, yeah. hammering people to, to death. Yeah. It's horror, I suppose. Mm. Uh, but then, like, Don't Look Now is considered a horror film. That's prob- that, yeah. well, This reminds me of that. Maybe it's just because of The Kid in Red. But mm. that's kind of the same. That's mm. about, again, it's a trauma film from the 70s. Mm. Um, but it's about, uh, gee, I wonder if they were inspired by that film because I think that came before. Um, but there's nothing in that that is horror. overly horrific yeah. either. Mm. Okay. Um, David Cronenberg wrote this film whilst um, he was at the tail end of a divorce, tumultuous yes, divorce and right. child custody battle uh, that he was waging against Margaret Hinson. Cronenberg also said that Samantha Eager's character of Nola possessed some of the characteristics of his ex-wife. Uh, Surprising nobody. She was a fucked up mummy, yeah. which is my favourite line yeah. in the whole thing. Let's go back. Let's, let's remember the uh, new catchphrase for this program. Men in the 70s use cinema instead of therapy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's cheaper. It is cheaper. Yeah, according to you, or the, whatever it was, the theatre show. According to this guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yes. Um, yeah, Such Cronenberg. Men. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing with with um, Temple of Doom. Yes. <laughs> Spielberg and Lucas have both gone through big breakups, and they were yes. just like, we just want to rip hearts out, like that kind of thing. Yeah. But it does, I, I don't think it punches down to women, which is very no. interesting, this film. Yeah. I, I, re- I remember reading about that and mm. thinking, oh, that's... Very interesting because it's not hateful of her. It's almost understanding mm. of her trauma. Yeah, like she's as well a villain, but yes. she's not. It, it, it's not unexplained. It's not no. she's just some witch in a bog going. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, there's reasons though. I also think um, Bill Murray was going through a divorce during uh, Groundhog Day, which is why he wasn't in Multiplicity. So mm. you know, just remember that. I will. Yeah, mm. that's why Andy McDowell's so annoying. Was he going to play? Yeah, he was supposed to be Michael Keaton. Oh, because yeah. they're essentially a, it's a sequel. Okay, right. Groundhog Day is a man with a lot of a lot of time on his yeah. hands. Is that why he yelled at Lucy Liu on the set of Charlie's Angels as well? Oh, I think cry? just because Bill Murray's a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's hard to tell the difference with Bill yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, the American theatrical trailer for this movie was edited by Joe Dante, who would go on to direct Gremlins. Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was my one of my guess my wrong guesses in the quiz as well. <laughs> How was it? But you got it right now. So you learned something. Yeah. I did. Well, there you go. Sharing is caring. I don't even remember any of my questions from the quiz that I mm. lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first of David Cronenberg's films, the, This is the Brood, uh, to be scored by Howard Shaw, who would uh, score all of his subsequent films except for The Dead Paulie Zone. Paulie Shaw's dad? Uh, no, no relation. Uh, I know Howard Shaw. I know yeah, that name. I know that too. He was the. See um, the duck in Howard the Duck. <laughs> he was not Howard the Duck. No, uh, you might remember some some little films that came out in the early two thousands called the Lord of the Rings trilogy. That's right. Howard Shaw did the music. Oh, is that the one, the Hobbit thing? Yeah, yeah, With the cat. You're gonna have to cut this because of copyright. It wasn't that good. I'm not gonna. Yeah, no. Howard Shaw. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Howard Shaw only does uh, music for films which feature people of a small stature murdering <laughs> other people with knives and hammers. So hobbits, he was like a man. Imagine one of those little kids going, "And my axe." <laughs> That's all I know from that film. Um, our final piece of trivia concerns Oliver Reed. Bless him and his alcoholic ways. Was he a violent, was an angry? Yes. Oh, that's he was a, a very yeah. angry drunk. But this one is not so bad. Oliver Reed was arrested by the Canadian police during the production of this film after he made a bet with someone that he could walk from one bar to another without wearing clothes in freezing weather. <laughs> and did he? He well, got arrested. Well, yeah, as we saw, he only has little legs, so... <laughs> his little skinny legs, so... Do you remember John from away. Play School? He was everyone's yeah. favourite. Do you know the- that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with grey hair. Mm-hmm. So John from Play School got arrested once because he was a boozer. Mm. He was a nice boozer, though, apparently. But he got arrested once and got put in the drunk tank to sleep it off. And in the mm. morning, the cops had to drive him to Play School to, <laughs> to, to, to work. I yes. love that story. Um, He's his, like our Oliver Reed. <laughs> in, his, um, in his cell, was it the arched window? <laughs> it was the barred window. The barred window. <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, it's time for us to score the film. And Michael, 
This it, is the quickest one we've done. We've barely talked about the film. We've just gone on. We've still hit 45 minutes. Get out. No, no, we're, 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 we're good at this. Oh, good. <laughs> As, well, 45 Solid. minutes if we keep everything in. <laughs> let's, let's say that. Um, Michael, this was your first time watching The Brood. The Brood, it was, yes. What score would you give it out of 10? Well, see, I, I don't know. It's because tricky, isn't it, it is tricky. Because, well, I mean, I guess it would just be five. It would just be right in the middle there. I don't dislike it. I don't... Like... You know, I could probably watch it again now mm. yeah. I, or tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe not right now, but I could just watch it again. Mm. And I think there'll be a lot more that I'll see and go, ah. Mm. Although, first time I watched it, I said something quite funny there. So I'm okay with missing that bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you snorted a few times. I did. And that's how I... Oh, you snort. I reckon you snorted five times. Yeah, it was so a, yeah. Five, a five snorter. Yeah, five. They were all at the moment when... <laughs> Ruth's face got covered with the painting. Yes. The oh my paint. god. <laughs> yes. It said we planted pumpkin, pumpkin seeds. <laughs> oh my god. I know that. I know they were trying to be serious with that. Oh but shit! That was funny. It was very funny. Because you know, it's because of the setup. So they they do a long shot, and mm. you see him reaching for the paper, and then you're like, no, mm. he's not. <laughs> And then they cut to her face and then it just comes in so comically from the side. Mm. It is meant to be so poignant, but it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. um, Tegan, what score do you give The Brood out of 10? Would you, what, five watts are you giving it? Uh, five rapid Oliver Reed movement close-ups. <laughs> <laughs> With a deep breath. <gasps> <gasps> Someone's touched my scotch. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it, um, I still love it. But yes, I agree with everything. High concept, beautiful concept. It's a great starting point for a film. I'm going to give it seven Mike's daddies out of ten. Mm. Mike's daddies. Yeah, poor Mike. Oh, he just needed him. a daddy. He did. Mm. Um, Will you be his daddy? Uh, no. <laughs> Will you be his daddy? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know. Do you need a daddy, Mike? Your yeah. daddy's great. Yeah. Well, he's more my dad. You know, your dad. Oh, you need difference. a daddy. Yeah, yeah there's a difference. There, there is a yeah. subtle, subtle difference. I feel like you'd, you'd get some extra things from a daddy. Mike, daddy grosser. <laughs> daddy grosser. <laughs> uh, for me, this was, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm in more of the ballpark with Michael um, of it being a five out of 10. It's, look, it's not bad nah. and it's not good, uh, but it is interesting. You know, I'm going to round it up slightly. I'm going to give it five and a half um, Estonian musicians out of ten because it, it's it, it, there's a really interesting idea at the core of it, which I feel yes. like is the case with most Cronenberg films. Here's the thing. Okay, here's mm. a question. Would you recommend people watch this film? Not everyone. It, yeah. Depend, Not everyone. Depends mm. on the person. But yeah. I, but, I, it's, but it's something that you would go, hey, I watched this weird film. I would tell mm. Courtney Murphy, 100%. Yeah. I yeah. would say, you need to watch this. He'll say, I've already seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. someone like him, someone who likes movies. Yeah. Or Interesting th- film. If they're a filmy... Yeah. I'll, I'll put it yeah. this way. I wouldn't tell people to not see it. That's probably that, more that's what fair. it is. Yeah. Like if people are like, should I, should I watch The Brood? I'd go, yeah. yeah. Actually, I know exactly how I would tell people to watch it. Yeah. If someone says, what movie should I watch? I would say, dude, where's my car? If they say, what film should I watch? <laughs> I would say this. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I, think that's, I think that works. Mm. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay, well, I think your cat is stuck. Uh, no, my cat is just uh, wants to chew these wires, and so she knows we're here, and she is very safely in in her bedroom where she has all of her in toys. Her cage. Yeah, in it's her not, Iron Maiden. Look, it's not a cage, okay? It's not a cage if the it's bars a are clean. <laughs> she can wiggle her toes. <laughs> um, that brings us to the end of this episode. Tegan and Michael, thank you so much for joining me on the first episode of 2024. Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> she just threw herself at the door. Yes. No, that's just that's just the small uh, group of children. That yeah, I, yeah, there's a little hand <laughs> punching through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, that little kid candy did does look a little bit like I did when I was a, when I was a kid as mm. well. Well, I didn't want to say this, but um, some of the kids look like Maisie. No, I didn't. <laughs> Which ones? The demented ones. The hair-lipped ones. <laughs> My child does not have a hair lip. There is nothing wrong with a hair lip. But the hair child. looked the same. The actually. hair looked the same, and it's from the, the side, from yeah. the, and mm. the yeah, the little um, and the punching, noses, yeah, yeah, and the punching through walls. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has Maisie seen the brood? No. Hmm. I, I, sorry, I, I just had a vision of my child watching that film. See, 
she would watch she watches so many films i was i i when i when i was her i was a fucked up mummy and i showed her batman returns mm. i thought that would be fine mm. Because she used to watch all these other films that, like Beetlejuice, and loved all those films. How Never old was pro- she at the time? This is just six. Okay. Six, five or six. Loved Beetlejuice. Loved all those films. Showed her Batman Returns, and when Penguin bites that boy, that guy's mm. nose, mm. she was traumatized. Mm. That was me making a bad choice. She started to have another. little bumps come up on her skin, and Oliver Reed was like, oh, another one. We're talking like no sleep for oh. two weeks. We're talking like full trauma. Um, that's that's um, a shame. I took Gio when he was two. When we lived in Canada, mm. we drove and we ended up in... Uh, we went to Disneyland. And I remember the haunted house <laughs> being sort of comical. Yeah. Disney cartoony. Yeah. No, that shit is fucked up. Really? Yeah, when you, when you first go in there, have you been on that? Um, when no, the, the, no it was, the, the only time I've been to a Disneyland, the haunted house was closed. Ah, so. so you get into this room, which is essentially an elevator. I think it's like 40 people were in there. And it looks like the ceiling's raising, but you're actually lowering down. Oh, okay. And that's cool. It's yeah. fun. And then it goes pitch black and there's the loudest thunder and he screamed. Because oh. I didn't remember that bit. I just remember the cartoony Caspery ghosts. Yeah. Hmm. And then every, that was like the first ride we went on. And then like we were at the, you know, going through the train. Uh, you know, just in the train outside and go through a tunnel. Screaming. Oh, oh my God, I've ruined this <laughs> job. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll just make these notes about traumatizing yeah. future child. Yes. I've got a book on it. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, well, we'll have to wait for that book for another time. Uh, but oh. for those listening at home, but thank you. We've only talked for 50 minutes. <laughs> That's plenty when it comes to the brood. Uh, for those of you listening at home, thank you for joining us. Uh, as always, patreon.com forward slash CCUC podcast. If you want to throw a couple of dollars our way for bonus goodies and features, uh, Tegan doing a full reading of how many ways she traumatized her child. Um, <laughs> We'll be on there. That's a certain unlockable level. Um, <laughs> we also have uh, Facebook for updates uh, about the program. And of course, subscribe uh, for new episodes almost each and every week. Yeah. I don't for the th- record, you've all heard my child on this podcast. Yeah, she's and the she's most perfectly yeah. normal yeah, and lovely. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, I'm normal. Just- yeah. yeah, she's she's the most well educated amongst all of us. Very true. Yeah, and she's Dr. Sarah Curtis. It's amazing. No, <laughs> no, Maisie's uh, Maisie is, uh, is 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 a good she's egg. She's a good one. Yeah, it's a good, a egg. good egg. egg. Definitely not a brood baby. No. We're quashing that rumor now. No. They're locked in the attic. Those ones. Yes, they can't punch through our solid Australian <laughs> doors. Chop their hands off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that is all for this week. So until next time, goodbye. Let's play ball. Let's go. Let's go. You have been listening to a Thought Jar Productions podcast. For more information, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com.